Has God ever called you to do something so over your head that you ran away? <laughs> well, today I'm going to talk about how he is also a God of a second chance. I think he does that over and over and over. A lot of second chances. Anybody out there? Hi, I'm Ed Tanny McGlasson with Blessing of the Father Ministries, where we help men just like you become the husbands and fathers their family needs. So today, we're going to talk, again, this is part two of my message, The God of a Second Chance. And I am so grateful that God stretches out His hand a second time. It says in Isaiah 11, 11, that I will stretch out my hand a second time and reclaim my remnant of Israel. When they all ran away from God in the Old Testament, no matter how far they went, God never lost sight that he had chosen them and they were his and he was going to draw them back home. Man, that's a promise in itself right there. That's God's commitment to you. And so we talked about last week how God called Jonah out of the blue and says, I want you to go over this, to the city and I want you to preach the word of the Lord to them to Nineveh, to the city, this great city of Nineveh, kind of like going to San Francisco or going to Los Angeles or New York City. It was this great city filled with people. And so what does Jonah do? The Bible says, but Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> That's why we run away. We don't want to, because if we run to the presence of the Lord, then we got to do what God asks us to do. But so far, it's so much easier, we think, to run away from the presence of the Lord. We don't understand no matter where we run to, he is already there. So, so Jonah runs from the presence of the Lord, and he, and he goes down to Joppa, and he finds a ship. He's thinking he's safe, so he pays a fare and to go down with it, to go with him over to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. I shared with you last week that God first called me into the ministry at Eagles Training Camp, Philadelphia Eagles Training Camp, many moons ago, in the middle of a night walk outside the dormitory, and said, now I want you to give up football and go preach the gospel. And what did I do? <laughs> I got terrified because what we do when God calls us many times to do anything, even if it's to go in and ask for forgiveness from our wife, that fear will grab you. And what do you like to do? I'm going to go run to the garage and go work on another project. Well, God's grace is available at the moment you turn towards him. And no matter where you run to, the Bible also says, and I read this last week in Psalm 139, is there any place I can go away from you, God, that doesn't have your spirit? I go to the mountains, you're there. I go to the valleys, you're there. I go to the deepest sea, you're there. So you can't, you can run, but you can't hide. Because wherever you are, God is there. When Adam sinned against the Lord, he was covering himself and trying to hide. The God who sees all goes, Adam, where are you? And it wasn't so Adam could find his location, right? It was so that Adam could say, I'm hiding from you. And, and he said, I'm naked, I'm hiding. Well, who told you you were naked? Well, that's a story for another time. 
So God, so here, here goes Jonah. He's running away from the presence of the Lord. And the reason, the second reason we run, not only because of fear, it's because we, we, you can't really ignore the will of God and his purposes if you run towards him. So many times we measure ourselves based on what God's asked us to do. And guess what we do as men many times? We run away. God is there, right? And so part of the story is that Jonah goes out, he rents a ship, and then here he, a huge storm and sea comes. The waves are towering and the ship um, is starting to sink. And the Bible says that God speaks to a great fish. <laughs> he says, Mr. Whale, I want you to go over there next to that ship. And the Bible says this fish goes there. And, and, and so now the people realize they're perishing. And so they figure out that it's Jonah that's causing the problem. And so they throw him overboard and into the water he goes and he gets swallowed by a great fish. And in the, in the middle of his belly, he prays, I call out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of hell, I cried, and he heard my voice. You know, when God called me, and I said no, the very next day, on the very first play, blocking against Charlie Johnson, all-pro, incredible nose guard for the Philadelphia Eagles, I was standing to in a pass-blocking drill and he hits me, and I feel my right knee, and I tear my ligaments and my cartilage, and down I go. I got to tell you, man, I was hurting bad. Well, they come in, and I go to the doctor, and the doctor in the room is talking to the head of the team. And he's talking about something, and he comes in, and he's got a weird look on his face, and he goes, Ed, we've done some tests. Your knee's fine. Go ahead and show up at practice. Well, I said it'll be a little swollen for a couple days, and then you'll go to practice. So they put me in a pool, and I did um, PT for three days, Then they taped my knee up, and out to practice they went. And no matter how hard I tried, my knee kept giving way. And they just wanted to get me on film. I didn't understand that. And the Philadelphia Eagles, as soon as I ran a play where I didn't fall down, they filmed it for evidence and then called me in and said, we're releasing you. Man, I was devastated. I was in the belly of the well. And I was devastated because I thought God called me to play football and that he was there with me. But what I didn't realize when I ran away from his presence in my life, his presence followed me right even into that room. And I remember that I was just, I, can you, I just lost my dream. You might be watching this and going, man, I had a similar story where everything was kind of taken away from me. And so I packed up my bags and moved back with my wife and my newborn son, Edward. And I had to find a surgeon to to cover me 
and to do the surgery. So I called Clarence Shield, one of the finest surgeons here in Southern California. He was my surgeon on the Rams. He's a wonderful, godly man. And I called him up. He agrees to do the surgery and off to Sentinel Hospital I went and went through it. Matter of fact, at the time, Magic Johnson was also there getting the same kind of surgery. <laughs> Remember him being rolled down the hallway, kind of waved at me as he was going in. And I was, I was uh, in recovery room. And I'm laying in the recovery room. And have you ever noticed that when God calls you to do something, he brings people to remind you of what he said? Same thing here in this story. Same thing with you and I. I'm laying there. I'm coming out of anesthesia. And Clarence Sheila walks in. And I remember he puts his hand on my leg. And he goes, how you doing, Eddie Mac? I said, well, it's, it's not too bad. He said, you know, I think that God has called you for a lot more than playing football. You know, you could play another five or 10 years and really tear up your knee more, or you could listen to God and his call for you to go into the ministry. I was shocked. Imagine having a doctor say that to you. I knew right in that moment that God had called me. I wasn't ready yet. You'll hear about part three next week of this message. He's a God of a second chance. Well, he brought Clarence into my room to speak again what God said. Maybe you're facing things in your life or the Lord has said things to you. Maybe you're watching this and it's dialing up that place in your life where you sort of run away from God. I've been there. And he came to right where I was. He came right into that recovery room in the presence of a brother who came in and said something to me that only God showed him. This is what I want you to do. Are you in that place right now? Are you in that place with your family where you feel like you've blown it? You run away? Maybe you're stuck in some things right now and you're terrified that someone might find you out. You know, the best place for you to be is to run to the light. And you know, one of the things that you can do is call a brother. Because that's what I did. I called my best friend, Brian Holloway, who is all pro tackle for the New England Patriots, one of the great football players. And I said, hey, Brian, Eddie, he goes, how you doing? And I said, oh, I'm not doing too good. I'd hurt my knee again. And he said, he looked at me, we didn't look at me, he's on the phone. He said, you know, Ed, you think God is calling you to do something different? <laughs> he says, you know, you have a powerful message in your life. And as a matter of fact, you led me to Jesus. And so maybe that's what God wants you to do. And you know, those words were powerful to me as a man. And yet, I, I wasn't ready yet. And next week, we're going to talk about how God gets you ready, even when he keeps coming at you with word after word. And, and, and part of this thing is you got to be willing to do what Peter and Andrew did. They left their nets and said, yes, Jesus, I'll follow you. 
How do you get to that point in your life? We'll talk about that next week. But I want to pray. You know, there, there are some men that are watching me right now where you are right in the midst of a transition in your life. A transition to a new job, a new adventure. Maybe you have made your money and you're wondering, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Well, I got to tell you, I want to pray for you. Because maybe what God's doing, and maybe using this podcast right here to say to you, it's never too late. It's never too late to turn back towards what God has asked you to do. Because here in this story with Jonah is that as soon as he ended up turning, as soon as he ended up repenting and say, Lord, forgive me, guess what happened? His presence, he felt his presence again. And that gave him the power to do what God had called him to do that otherwise was impossible to do. So, Lord, I pray for my friend. I pray for those guys that are out there that are in transition mode. Or they've been in battle mode because they've been running and they've been hiding. And they feel all alone. I pray right now, Jesus, that you would visit them. I pray, Jesus, that you would bring healing in their life, and I pray you would bring a brother their way, a friend their way, to help them to turn back home in the name of Jesus. And I want to say to you, dear friend, it is really never too late for you to be the husband, the father, and the man that God has called you to be. How do I know? He did it to me. And I, this jersey right here, I paid a huge price to get to wear it. And when God called me, I didn't want to take it off. And guess what? Now I get to wear it, but I have a whole other team I'm on. And how God's even used that in my life to be able to talk to you today. God bless you. The Father loves you, and He sends His Son to let you.